0: We know that coming to Walt Disney World can be very overwhelming with all the fast passes, the dining reservations, even getting from attraction to attraction can be extremely overwhelming. But we've got a friend that can help you make your next trip to Walt Disney World even more magical. It's Ramon and Theme Park Concierges. You can visit ThemeParkConcierges.com or call them at 407-257-9973. Ramon and his amazing team of VIP concierges will take care of you from the moment you arrive at the park until the moment you go back to your resort. They can take care of you for a four-hour time slot or a full day. It all depends on what you need. They can take care of your dining reservations, your fast passes, and even make sure that you find even more magic hidden in the Disney parks. Well, contact our friends, com or call 407-257-9973, and tell them your friends over at the Disney Parks Podcast sent you. And now, Disney Parks Podcast News. All
2: right, hey, in uh, this week's show, we have news about a new Magical Express bus design. They really... Took a lot of thinking to come up with this new design. Yeah, is that good? <laughs> no. Uh, we have Disney After Hours continues and headline news and so much more. Welcome to the show and welcome, Raphael from The Mouse. Hi guys, how's it going? Excellent, excellent. Uh hey, you should tell everybody where they can find you, what yeah, social, the, media on social media. You're on social media, you can find
1: me The Mouse News, so D-A-M-O-U-S-E news. Um, You can look for me on Instagram. I post a lot there. Definitely using a lot of the Instagram stories. Uh, Everywhere
2: else, I'm I'm on Facebook, Twitter, all the good stuff. All right. Go sign up. Go sign up. All right. So uh, actually, we're going to show a picture of this too. As we're doing that, there it is. Uh, this is a picture of the new Magical Express with the new look coming this summer, bringing it more in line with the look of the Disney Cruise Line coach. But I'm not going on a cruise. I'm going to the park. So why do I have to look out a portal?
1: Yeah, I didn't understand that, but I I, I, I
2: think it's because
1: the design of the Cruise Line coach has become memorable. Mm. So it's, it's kind of yes. like, you know, seeing the Mark V monorail, it's just something... Mm-hmm. You you get you get accustomed to.
2: Yeah, uh, so this portal design is uh, from the cruise line, featuring the heavily, obviously the portals and the characters, uh, along with the new look. The name will also change to Disney's Magical Express, rather than Disney's Magical Express. Yeah, there's no apostrophe. Oh, I thought I was cracking it's, it's, up. It's not Walt Disney's anymore. It's yeah. just Disney. It just didn't. Uh, Disney's Magical Express launched in May 2005 and offers complimentary Orlando International Airport shuttle luggage delivery and airline check-in for Disneyland, uh Disney World uh, resort guests. I've never taken them myself but er-
1: everybody that has tells me it's the best moment of their vacation cuz they're like so excited to
2: Well, except the going back part. Yeah, that's that the worst sucks. day. Yeah, I <laughs> <laughs> No, that's that, I, you know, the thing I like the most about it was that the luggage showed up in my room yeah, that's... and I didn't have to touch it. That was the best part. Mm. And uh, it's interesting because uh, you don't really have to get on the bus because once your luggage is tagged yeah, it's you know, make from it your, your home, no it's going to go to your room. So, you can take so it if you don't like sitting on the bus, which I had a friend recently come down and he just took a cab because he didn't feel like sitting in a bus or waiting for the bus because sometimes you may have to wait 40 minutes for the bus because it may just left. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, and then you got to wait for the next one. Mm. And, you know, they're not... I thought somehow they had synced the schedules with the flights, but I guess not. No, yeah, they There's just no wait way. for a queue of people, and then they, they send the bus. And sometimes you're not going just to your resort. You're going to two or three resorts. Uh, like for the Magic Kingdom, you may do like Wilderness and Contemporary, and then the other one is Polly and Grand Flow. So, it's not also your bus. It's a shared bus with other resorts. So, there are some upsides and downsides. The other side is it doesn't cost you anything. It's all included, you know. So, uh, that. if you're impatient, then you pay for a cab. If you're not impatient, you get on the bus. And uh, there was a little intro movie for the kids to keep them occupied with Disney characters, you too. S- you
1: saw me with the intro movie.
2: Yeah. <laughs> you know, Mickey comes out and... Does something some shtick. So <laughs> <laughs> is that what Mickey's been reduced to? Yeah, uh, Some shtick. Some marketing shtick that somebody fed him. <laughs> <laughs> so we sure. on to the next okay. So
1: a reminder the Disney after hours event returns to the Magic Kingdom Park tomorrow. The Magic Kingdom Park will host Disney after-hours hard-ticket events on select nights July through September. Event guests may begin entering the park as early as 7 p.m. and remain in the park for three hours past the scheduled closing time. You were telling me, Tony, that this is like your preferred way now of going to the parks. Mm -hmm. And I'll get into that. Uh, Events will take place on the following dates, July 14th, the 21st, and the 28th, and then August 4th, 11th, and 30th, and finally in September 20th. And, uh, it's available to a limited number of guests, which is really what sells s- it. Sells this. yeah. <laughs> uh, Disney After Hours enables uh, participants to maximize their time with quicker access to over 25 popular attractions and character greetings. You have ice cream novelties, popcorn, and bottled beverages included with the event admission. And all these are available during the three-hour event. The pricing is $119 plus tax for both adults and children ages 3 to 9. And to purchase tickets, you can call 407-827-7185. Yeah, so I was thinking what you said the other day, it stuck in my head, which is Disney's so busy nowadays. Mm -hmm. It's not like it was before where you could like, oh, I can go in February, I can go in November. There's no slow times anymore. The the slow times are basically gone. Yeah. I mean, obviously, summer and Christmas are still peak, but Mm -hmm. it's it's either peak or a lot of people. Yeah. And the times that I've gone in after-hour events, even though I don't love the premium because I'm very uh, price conscious – I was like, okay, it makes a lot of sense. It makes a lot of sense because you get the experience that you used to have at Disney Parks, in my opinion, in the yep. past, which is mm-hmm. you used to be able to walk, freely look at things. Yeah. Now, if you go, like, let's say right now, if you're... It's in spontaneity. Yeah. You go,
2: oh, let's go on the train because exactly. we're staying here. You know, there's none of that anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Even, even, uh, I was lucky
1: enough to stay at the Grand Floridian, oh, yeah. uh, being able to just use extra magic hours gave me a lot of this feeling, you know, mm-hmm. where you're like, wow, I guess to be at Disney park again. Right. Cause I mean, I, I really got into that point where, I mean, I understand if it's your first trip and you've never been to Disney and mm. you're, it's your first time and it's busy, you don't really care. You're not thinking about that. Right. But if you, have if you've been to Disney world for many, many years, you know, it's a different experience now than it was even 20 years ago.
2: Yeah. Cause it's just. Mobbed. Right. And the price is 119. But if you're a pass holder, I think and or DVC member, it goes down to ninety eight seventy four with tax. Yeah, so, and when you look at the ticketing for a single day ticket, it's a buck it? and a quarter, mm-hmm. so it's a steal in my mind because you can do everything. I mean, we that's, literally that's did almost definitely. every, all the twenty five attractions. And well, something
1: else that I've seen in these after hour events is that Disney's putting a lot more of like special characters and things of that mm-hmm. nature.
2: Yeah. So there's a lot of this reasons. one's it, not so much not with this that. One. Yeah, uh, they save those for, like, the DVC mm-hmm, kind of mm-hmm. things. This one, all the characters that are in the usual places, or most of them are, are, right. are out. Yeah. Uh, Mickey, you know, is down on Main Street and Tinkerbell and all that stuff. It was good. I I, thoroughly have said it many times on the show. Uh, I thoroughly enjoyed it and would go back. So if anybody wants to go back to somewhere, let me know. Send us an email. I'll go. Really. I think it was fantastic. So he had to try it. Try it. You'll like it. (laughs) As Mikey would say. All right. Hey, we got some meetups coming up. Uh, July 28th, we're going to attempt uh, to go to Woody's Lunchbox at Toy Story Land at 2 p.m. I don't know where we're going to meet yet or where. Under an umbrella, I hope. uh, Yeah, hopefully under an umbrella. Hopefully it won't (laughs) be raining. Hopefully we'll be able to get something to eat. There's a lot of hope Uh, Hope in this uh, meetup There's a hope hope and pray meetup Uh, After that August 11th we are going to Plancha and you should RSVP if you're going to eat lunch Then RSVP If you're just going to stop by and say howdy howdy, Then uh, you don't have to RSVP But you can tell us anyway if you're coming This way we know To expect you Uh, And then September 15th we're going to the Grand Floridian Minzer's Lounge and have some cocktails. That'll be at 7 p.m. All of these are on Facebook.com forward slash Disney Parks Podcast. Hey, we're still looking for some bloggers and photographers and videographers. So people that can you know, post some news for us and post some pictures. You know, just if you go to the park, you know, on the weekend or during the week and you take some pictures, that's good enough for us. Because we can't be there all the time. That's so. not true, Tony. You're there. You're in Toy Storyland all the time. <laughs> well, now I am. Uh, probably should be a popsicle pen with my name on it. Uh, so it's pretty easy to do. We use WordPress to do that. And you can uh, send us an email at DisneyParksPodcast uh, at gmail.com. Hey, don't forget that you can listen to this show on your Echo or your Dot or your uh, Google Home. Just ask them to play the Disney Parks podcast. Isn't that awesome? And like magic. Even with Oof. Siri, you can now say, you know, play yeah. the Disney Parks podcast. It will yeah. come up. Uh, don't forget to uh, go check out our store at DisneyParksPodcast.com forward slash shop. Uh, we have some goodies over there. We have some mouse pads and some coasters and things like that. I think we even have some T-shirts left, too. Uh, and then don't forget to rate us and review us and share us wherever possible. So. So important. Yep. Okay, uh, there's a special offer available at Walt Disney World and the Disney Corner. Uh, Not Walt Disney World. Special offer at the World of Disney and the Disney Corner from July 1st to uh, August 11th. So guests who spend $50 or more. I like the or more part, right? (laughs) At Walt Disney, at World of Disney or the Disney Corner. Uh, We'll receive a special discount offer for other Springs locations, including 20% off at select food and beverage locations, discounted experiences, maybe like the photo thing. Uh, If you are interested, guests should see these two stores for more details before spending the $50. Yeah, definitely. Because it may not be something or a place that you want to go eat. So go check that out. It's interesting. I still think that Springs is struggling to get people there. And then I go there on some nights and go, why is this place so crowded? And why is Disney trying to suck more people to this venue? Yeah, I mean, I, I always consider Disney Springs to be Disney's uh,
1: fifth gate, even though, you know, we're mm-hmm. never getting our fifth gate that everybody wants. But uh, I, I always thought of it as that, because when you go during the holiday season, mm. it's, it's so, a zoo. It's a zoo, it's mobbed. Yeah. But I agree with you. During the daytime, that's where Disney's... Springs is gonna suffer, right? And they need to fill in. And I think a lot of these things are actually, I think, uh, for the locals that 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 they can get to come in because they may not have the Tables in Wonderland pass or something like that. So maybe this is their way of like, here you don't have to buy this pass, but you know you can have a temporary twenty percent off at right. a restaurant. Right. So I mean, there's there's a, they're they're definitely becoming more innovative, and I think they have to because I mean at the end of the day, Disney Springs is a retail location, and every retail yeah. location does promotions so yeah even if it is
2: disney it has I've, to do it i've gone into some of the higher end stores mm-hmm. and literally there's nobody in them and i always ask the people in there like do you sell anything in here during the week or yeah, you know, I'm like well no not really but on the weekends we'll sell a couple things oh. i'm thinking to myself uh, enough to pay the rent huh. it's just i mean you know how retail is uh, like globally right now
1: yeah. with with that uh, uh, invent of amazon but uh yeah. So I I think retail in general is in a in a struggling look uh, place, but I think, you know, these places are their flagship store. So even if just having their name brand at a, at Disney Springs is important for the, a lot of these companies, because sure. you know they're getting they're getting seen, they're getting recognized, mm. and it's important, even especially for a luxury brand too.
2: Yeah, it's funny because uh, when I do drive Lyft around Disney property, most everybody is going to one of the outlet malls because. Obviously, that's where you're going to get things cheaper. Yeah, more affordable. <laughs> yeah. So, uh,
1: one quick thing is, uh, have you seen some of the work on the World of Disney Store?
2: Yeah, I did. Uh, it looks pretty nice. I like it. Yeah. Yeah, it kind of gave it a, I, I think, a more modern, contemporary look. Yeah, I was thinking, I was thinking like the Grand California, like very, because mm. it's got. But I agree with you. It's, it's definitely more, way more modern. Yeah. The only thing I, I, and I haven't been in there yet. The only thing I'm hesitant about is that they put in looks like wood floors or tile floors which means a hard surface and a hard surface, it's going to be very loud in there because at least some of the carpeting absorbed the sound. Yeah. And now we're not going to get any of that.
1: I do like, though, that Disney's choosing to, you know, use more beautiful materials instead mm. of just carpeting. Man, obviously carpeting over time with spilling Cokes and things yeah. of that nature or worse, you know, mm. it, it adds up over the years. So yeah. I, I understand. I mean, it's easier to clean. So right. The other stuff. So that's that's. it's always nice when they do use right. that stuff. Right. So next we have merchandise events scheduled to take place at Epcot throughout July. So we've got a list for you of more shopping you can do other than yeah. Disney Springs. Right. Multiple merchandise events are scheduled to take place at Epcot over the next few weeks, which will allow guests visiting the park to enjoy discounts, special offers, and more. Uh, here's a list of what will take place later this month. Uh, please keep in mind that these special events mentioned below may be modified or canceled without notice. On July 11th through the 12th, you have Antica Marina event from 12 to 7 p.m. at the Italy Pavilion in the Il Bel Cristallo. From July 11th through the 15th, you have Aqua di Parma, the fragrance event at the Italy Pavilion.
2: You put a little Parmesan cheese on.
1: Yeah. (laughs) I always walk in through there just to smell. Like, it smells so good in that spot. Uh, July 12th through the 13th, uh, you have sterling silver jewelry with appearance by Kate uh, Heath. Mm Mm-hmm not sure who that is. Right. 12 to 7 p.m. at the UK Pavilion at the Queen's Table. On July 12th through the 15th, you have artist signing with David Doss, uh, 1 to 8 p.m. at Art of Disney. Hmm. That's cool. Yeah. I love the Art of Disney Store. Yep. July 24th through the 27th, you have a signing with Larry Dodson from 12 to 7 p.m. at the Norway Pavilion at the Puffins Roost. Hmm. And July 25th through the 29th, you have a Prada Fragrance event at the Italy Pavilion. So if you're into uh, perfume, there's definitely a lot of events coming up. Yeah. Yeah, more shopping
2: experience for you. Okay, this kind of, uh, this
1: next show, sure, I was like, this is really heartbreaking for
2: me. Yeah, so there's a rumor going around, and we're not sure if this is true, and Disney hasn't confirmed anything yet, so we just have to take this with a grain of salt, but Artist Point could be closing, yeah. and that would be bad. I can't see them getting rid of a signature restaurant since they just built uh, DBC on one half of that building. That's, that's the part that I don't understand. Yeah. It, yeah. So take that with a grain of salt for right now. So changes appear to be on the horizon for signature dining venues at the Willens Lodge. Uh, something is happening at Artist Point. We just don't know what. Back in May, the 180-day window for November 2018 at the Willens at the resort uh you weren't able to book anything past october 28th and i went and tested this and there is nothing it's like it doesn't exist it was like wiped off so i don't know what that means quite yet uh maybe it's just going down for rehab yeah i I I, I, I have not think that's probably i mean for sure it's going to go down for rehab the question is what is it what's it going to come back as Mm -hmm. uh Two more months have passed, and there's still no availability for November, December. Uh, Disney has not commented on the situation, but signs point to a closure of some unknown duration, obviously. Uh, Restaurant refurbishments are not uncommon, obviously. Uh, The Flying Fish went down for a whole year almost, or a year and a half, uh, and then came back in 2016. California Grill did the same thing, shut it all down.
1: That was a great refurbishment. Yeah.
2: I mean, yeah. So it does happen. Uh, however, rumors suggest that it may be something different. One story making the rounds claims that the Artist Point will shed its Disney signature status and be converted to a character dining venue. Say it ain't so. But consider <laughs> it strictly a rumor. I don't I don't think we need another character. If you want a characters put them in the Whispering Canyon and keep that as a signature restaurant. There are two places I love to go. California Grill and Artist Point.
1: Don't ruin artist point. yeah. See, I mean, I have others, Ajiko and others, but I, mm. but I agree with you. I, as many signature restaurants that you can have, I think that's like the perfect place for adults to go and have a great night, like, nice quality meal and quiet on Disney property. Right. And so, like, I understand the need for character breakfasts. I'm not, you know, or character dinners, but I think artist point just. When you have a resort like of the caliber mm-hmm. of the Wilderness Lodge, how can you have it without a signature restaurant? Yeah. That's that's the thing I don't understand. So if there was some of, something that they were planning down the down the road to replace it, mm. I would understand because I I could, I could see that one needing some modernization. Right, and it's got a beautiful vista, but it's you know it could be nicer. Like the, yeah. the look of the restaurant, the the way they is designed, and maybe even the menu, but i've i've always enjoyed it there it's always been a great mm-hmm. meal and i'll be honest i think that's one of the signature restaurants that get, gets overlooked so that's the only thing that makes me think that maybe there is some validity to the rumor mm. but i just i hope it doesn't come true
2: yeah i have the manager's uh, email address i should email see if comment hey gary <laughs> the manager there used to be the manager of california grill and he went to artist point because he was Tired of all the crazy madness of California girls. Yeah, California girls. Hectic. Yeah. It's a zoo from open to close. So I get it. Yeah. I don't, you know, I'd almost like to see Artist Point get bigger. Because I always think sometimes it's tough to get a reservation there on a busy it night. Is. Yeah. Um, we were there two years ago for New Year's Eve dinner. And uh, there was nobody there. I've seen it that way. That, that's
1: why, I, again, I, I could see it getting updated. You know, I, I love the restaurant, and I, I I just love, like, sitting by the window there and seeing out. I, I, I think it's a great restaurant, but I could see it getting a, a, you know, changed menu and being modernized. Yeah. But I just hope it, the signature status doesn't go.
2: Yeah. And they do have some things there, like, I do like the bison or... I was going to ask you, when they
1: have the Disney signature status, quote-unquote, they can't do, like, the character breakfast, let's say, and then it become a signature
2: restaurant at night for for the evening? They
1: certainly could cuz that would be the best of both worlds in my, in my opinion.
2: Yeah. Your character breakfast and then flip it for a signature dinner. Sure. That's they what I do that.
1: that's what I I mean that's the happy medium that I see there. Yeah. I mean
2: they added all those DVCs. I can't see them getting rid of a restaurant. That's the other thing. Like and everything's so I high. I think they the, need another restaurant. The DVC
1: uh, portion of of Wilderness Lodge is so yeah. high end and marketing towards that clientele. Mm-hmm. So why would you take away the signature yeah. dining spot? Right. Right. We'll see. Yep. So what else is happening uh, over there, Rav? So we've got cake decorating classes actually at Reunion Station, which is right there in the resort. Yep. Uh, the cake decorating workshops are the latest member exclusive coming uh, to Reunion Station at Disney's Wilderness Lodge. I love that they're doing all these these classes. I've seen yep. uh, painting classes and things. At,
2: Photography at, class. I, yeah.
1: I, I think this is really smart. Uh, it's, it's it's definitely a, f- a fad right now, but I think it's education is always great. Um, On most Wednesdays starting July 25th, 2018, Disney Vacation Club members can participate in a cake decorating class at the Wilderness Lodge Multipurpose Facility, which all the DVC stuff that got built is so high quality. It's so beautiful down on that end. The class runs from 1.30 to 3 p.m. and it's priced at $65 per person. The fee includes all materials and instruction required to create two-tiered mini cakes. The base of the cake is approximately four inches in diameter participants are welcome to take their masterpiece home and eat it at the conclusion of the workshop
2: for $65. (laughs) You're damn right. I'm taking it home. (laughs) Yeah. I don't take home the building. Yeah. Right. (laughs) The course is open
1: to qualifying Disney vacation club members, plus a maximum of three guests. Participants must be 10 years of age or older. Those under the age of 18 must have an adult accompany them for reservations. Contact Disney vacation club member services, the cake decorating classes, as we were saying, join other sessions, uh, that are available at Reunion Station, including Beverage Tasting on Mondays from 1.30 to 3. There's Phone Photography, which is very popular nowadays, mm-hmm. from on Tuesdays from 1.30 to 3 p.m. And Animation 101, which I would love to sign up for, Thursdays 1.30 through 3 p.m. Uh, these workshops are available exclusively to DVC members who qualify for the Membership Extras programs. Mm-hmm. That I wanted you to
2: explain to me. Yeah, so you have to buy your DVC through Disney. Okay. If you bought it on the, oh, secondary, the market, secondary market, you don't qualify for these benefits. Gotcha. So I was that's wondering, the way I was wondering excluding all those people buying them cheaper. Sorry, guys. Yeah. No classes for you. Yeah. No if you cakes. wanted to save a penny, well, that's too bad. <laughs> <laughs> but listen, I think now... Uh, Disney's allowing you just to purchase twenty five points. So if you need to add some points on, and you purchase through the secondary market, you can just go. I ahead would tell and, you to uh, go buy your twenty five points from Disney, and then you get all the benefits. It doesn't matter how many points you purchase through them, as long as you purchase something through them.
1: And now Disney's doing; you can resell, Like they're reselling points as well, right?
2: Yeah, so yeah. Because they, they had those, a lot of uh, foreclosures back in the day. So are those cheaper or do you no. Get into, no, no. Because remember. They control the market. No. So if you're selling yours, uh, Disney's got first right of refusal. If they think you're selling it for too little, well, then they'll buy it from you. I got you. At fair market value so that they can control the price. Lovely little world they built. Oh, yeah. (laughs) They built a little empire of, I don't know what that is. (laughs) All right, uh, so where do you go find Toy Story Land commemorative merchandise at Walt Disney World? We kind of talked about this on the Patreon show. Mm -hmm. So we've got kind of a... You mean outside of your house? Yeah, outside of here. (laughs) Where um, would you find merchandise? Where would you find other Toy Story stuff? (laughs) Uh, So where would you go? Uh, You can go to the Hollywood Studios, obviously. Uh, Toy Story Land itself has two retail carts themed to look like a toy dump truck, and a toy camper. Uh, they sell accessories, pins, and toys. Some of the new merchandise includes a small-scale replica of the themed Toy Story Land attractions, uh, Slinky Dog Dash, and the alien uh, swirling saucers. I didn't pick those up yet. I couldn't find them. I think they were sold out. Apparently, the ship from China didn't come in yet. <coughs> uh, the Slinky Dog Dash and Dodge Power Set I also was looking for, couldn't find? Which created using a 3D models from the Walt Disney Imagineering and Pixar Animation Studio featuring the launching vehicle and spinning flames. Yeah, that would have been great on the ride. Yeah. If there were real flames. If there were real flames, <laughs> yeah. Uh, alien sorcerer, uh, alien Swirling sources inspired three cute pullback toys which launched forward upon release. Other merchandise includes the Toy Story Land apparel, tumblers. I got one of those. Uh, outside, I also got a hat. Uh, outside Toy Story Land, guests can find a new merchandise at several locations in Disney Hollywood Studios. At Beverly Sunset, which is the old Sweet Spells location, if you're looking for a reference there. Uh, visitors can pick up a full assortment of Toy Story Land merch, uh, as well as a curated selection of Toy Story accessories and apparel. Apparently, uh, in addition, Toy Story Land merchandise will be in stock at the uh, characters in Animation Courtyard and Mickey's Hollywood, Mickey's of Hollywood on Hollywood Boulevard. And if you can't make it to the parks, you can go to shopdisney.com. Uh, I think you can search for Toy Story and Toy Story Land on the site because I was doing this today to see what they had. Both come up with different. The full selection. Anything Tony hasn't already purchased all of? Whatever left. <laughs> I purchased what I needed. The rest is for all you people. <laughs> yeah, no, I like I liked some of the merchandise. No, I, it's, I very, it's very good. Like uh, the fact that they, I mean,
1: it's very cool to hear the details, how they use the model of the attraction itself to yeah. actually build that. that yeah, because it's an exact replica of that, that launch. Now, if we can only get it from China, we'll, we'll be good. But yeah. it's, it's, it's very cool. And I, we were talking about this on the, on the Patreon podcast that they, I, had a, I had a fear of how they were going to sell merch mm-hmm. uh, that's based on an older franchise, even though it's a very popular franchise. But I think the way to do it is to have unique merchandise. It's kind of yeah. like in Pandora, you mm-hmm. know, even if, you know, Pandora, I mean, the uh, world of, Avatar, uh, excuse me, Avatar movies aren't as relevant right now because the movie mm-hmm. came out eight years ago. The fact that they had the dragons made it so compelling. And a lot of people, you know, you see people yeah. going into that sort of. buy them. I'll
2: tell you what I'd like to say. Because they did it over Pandora, you know, where you can, you know, get your face scanned and you become a whatever that. Oh, my that, God. If you had your it? own toy. If I could be my own Buzz Lightyear. Look at that. Boom. Oh. All right. Disney, if you're listening, that's a free idea. Yeah, that's a free one.
1: <laughs> no, and not only that. like, Or well, Woody. Or Woody, because you have a pool toy and you got different voice recordings. There's a lot of options with that uh, that thing where you can actually create your own model using mm. you know three D yeah. imaging and all that is one of the most compelling things they saw in Pandora, and obviously they had yeah. done, they had done that with Star Wars weekends. Star Wars, yeah. But uh, it's it would. I almost bought the Han Solo one. Imagine if you can create your own toy. That, yeah. That's so compelling. And imagine if it came in like kind of like behind you the the, the box. Woody box.
2: Yeah. It would be so. That would be epic. Yeah, in the box. Yeah, I, the, I could yeah. see that. Yeah. Sign me up. And a Millennial Pink, of course. Just just tell me where you need the money to go. <laughs> All right, what else is happening at so, uh, Disney Springs there? Disney
1: Springs, we got Wine Bar George kicks off its winemaker late night party series. Wine Bar George, the fabulous new home for wine aficionados and lovers at Disney Springs, is ready to host its first wine party. I'm so down for that. It will be a late night of wine tasting along with cheese and charcuterie. The focus of the first party is the family winemaker... Honig Wines. Hmm. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. Honig Wines makes its home in Napa Valley. It's focused on sustainable winemaking and is known for its Cabernet Sauvignon and Sauvignon Blanc varieties. Production of their award-winning wines includes the elimination of pesticides and herbicides, use of solar energy, and earning a variety of green certifications. The master sommelier, George Melio will be pouring Honig Wine on Thursday, July 12th from 10 p.m. to midnight. Tickets are fifty dollars and can be secured on Eventbrite. Well, huh?
2: that's not too bad. No, that's that's reasonable for
1: a bunch of wine and some cheese. Definitely. Have you been here? I've I've seen it from the outside. We didn't go inside because we just decided to go somewhere else that, that night. Mm. But I definitely want to go. It's definitely on the list because it's it's just it makes a lot of sense. It's wine, yeah, and especially that you're you're trying to uh, have this upscale appeal in Disney Springs. Right. So what's better than having a wine bar? Yeah.
2: It's not a terrific place uh, if you're looking for dinner. No, that's why we it. If you're looking for some appetizers or some other, you know, you can get a family style thing, but it's way cost prohibitive. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I would say... Yeah, it's small plates and wine. Yeah, go for the small plates and then go for the, obviously, the wine. And it's a full bar, too. If you don't like wine, they have beer. And then they can make cocktails. From what I saw, it looked very beautiful on the bottom floor. Yeah. I, I haven't been up to it. I mean, they have glass of. by the ounce. They have glass by the glass. They have glass by the bottle. They have glass by the craft. They have glass by every, they wine by every method uh, known to man. And, and
1: the quick service shop that's attached to it, is that that's part of That's called the
2: basket. But that's, Is that separate or is it that, still by them? That's theirs. And it's a takeaway. It's to go. It's like a... Uh, the basket is amazing. Like two-person meal. Um... Where you take, but they also have some sandwiches there, I noticed, in the window, uh, which are not yeah you know, $800. I don't know, probably $13 or $15. So,
1: yeah, go check it out. It's definitely, the, you know, that's what I liked about Disney Springs and the whole transformation, is mm-hmm. that now you have, you have a million options to really satisfy every, at every price point and every single desire, basically. Yeah.
2: I'm excited to see what they're going to do, uh, Wolfgang. I hope... Uh, Something exciting over there, and then um, Wolfgang
1: Puck. It was my, I mean, the quick service is one of my favorite, and then the 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 regular pizza and pasta is terrific over there. So I'm excited about that, and Haleo. Yes, I'm excited
2: about getting some paella, (laughs) some real good paella. All right, uh, Tokyo Disney Sea is opening up a new restaurant called Dockside Diner, and that is going to open on August 20th. Uh, Tokyo Disney Resort announced that a restaurant called Dockside Diner will open on August 20th in the American waterfront at Tokyo Disney Sea. Uh, located in the New York area of the theme port, this counter-service restaurant will replace the Sailing Day Buffet, which closed earlier this year. The restaurant will offer a variety of dishes ranging from roast beef sandwiches, fried chicken, to seasonal items such as... Uh, seasonal items, and desserts for a quick, tasty menu. The dockside diner housed in the cargo warehouse near the SS Columbia dock has the ambiance of a casual restaurant that caters to passengers waiting to board their luxury ocean liner, as well as the townspeople and harbor workers. I love the way they built the store yeah, for these sorry for them. It's a place to eat. Uh, Guests can enjoy a seat with a meal and a hearty roast beef uh, and potato salad uh, sandwich served with French fries or set with spicy fried chicken and bacon uh, cheese waffles. Uh, All sets, and it's interesting that they don't call them plates or dinners. Mm -hmm. They call them sets. All sets are served with a soft drink. In addition, I don't think ours are, in addition to desserts and beverages, the restaurant will also offer seasonal dishes. So very interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I always say, listen, at Tokyo, whatever it costs, just just give us the best. We don't care what it costs. Just build the best. Make it look the best. Give it the best. Have the best food. Have the best whatever. That's it. They win. Yeah. Price tag, out, no, <laughs> but not 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 a consideration. We don't care. That's so beautiful. Again. We got plenty of money. We need to go there. Oh yeah. Road trip. Road trip. Okay. Uh, let's end with some headline news. Good sound. Good sound, Tony. (laughs) All right. Uh, Learn how to make classic cocktails uh, at a paddlefish during a mixology course. That's coming up. So uh, you can find this on Facebook or if you Google uh, paddlefish uh, mixology course, you can find more information about this. On July 6th, uh, the company of Disney had a nice network outage mm. for a little over four hours. Everything was down. Fast passes, dining reservations, max pass on both coasts. Boop, boop, boop. I'm sure somebody was happy. I think they were hacked. <laughs> That's possible. Or had a, some kind of massive breach or some kind of denial of service. Uh because you don't go down for four hours. No, and not, company, no,
1: not on everything. Not on every system. Right. Because right. There's too many fail-safes for that.
2: Yeah. Uh, on July 9th, uh, Walt Disney will introduce new Florida Resident Theme Park select annual passes. We don't know all the details. I guess they'll tell us on July 9th, which is today. I haven't seen anything yet. So, <laughs> who knows? Uh, what do you think about uh, Kerry Russell? In talks to join Star Wars Episode, was that nine? I just saw this. Um, that's interesting.
1: I have no idea what. I don't know where Star Wars Episode nine is going. So, I, re- I mean, all I know is that J.J. Uh, Abrams is taking over, and oh, thank God! Yeah, so I, I think we're gonna see a return to form. So that's us, but as much as
2: I know, okay, we'll have to wait and see. Uh, supernatural animated series, Sadie Sparks, is coming to Disney Channel in 2019. That means nothing to me. <laughs> I don't know who Sadie Sparks is.
1: I try to watch the Disney Channel. I watch it for my puppy because he mm. puppy. He watches Puppy Dog Pals. Uh, outside of that, I'm not watching a lot of Disney Channel these days.
2: Yeah. Not for me either. Uh, Disney Photo Pass is now available at the Slinky Dog Dash. If you want to see a picture... Go to my profile. (laughs) I saw that photo. That's a great photo, by the (laughs) way.
1: And, uh, uh, you know, we were commenting that that's exactly how we expected Tony to look on his photo. Just, like, super excited.
2: (laughs) That's a picture of me running around slinky dog. Uh, Hey, a portion of the, we spoke about this earlier, the portion of the redesigned uh, World of Disney Store uh, E opened on July 2nd. So I'm assuming now they're going to. Courting off the other half. The other now. half, and then build that to be modern. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
1: It was, I mean, it's nuts during the construction because that that still the biggest store and it's still the most yeah. popular store. So
2: when they had the uh, when all the construction was going on down there, there was a construction wall around the World of Disney store, mm-hmm. and on one of it was some concept art of the way it was supposed to look on the outside, mm-hmm. and it had a cafe. Yeah. I wonder if that's ever going to happen or not. I think that just became the Starbucks. I think that's... You think so? Yeah. That's a shame. I would have liked a little cafe. Yeah. Yeah. One commission dream. <laughs> they had like the the modern Disney characters look
1: on those mm-hmm. construction walls, right? Like yes. Kind of like the Mickey's running away.
2: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And like the... Not the 7D, but the Mickey short on mm-hmm. Disney Channel. Yep. Um... Hey, uh, oh, so let's give a quick shout out to our field reporter Vince, uh, who moved to Tampa, unfortunately. Uh, But he sent me an email this week, which was weekend, week, weekend, Uh, which was a little weird. He went to Epcot, and they gave him a receipt for his free parking. What? It said complimentary, zero zero amount due zero. (laughs) <laughs> I have never I'm lucky I Sometimes I just go Like I go to take out My My Enterprise- yeah. like Yeah 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 <laughs> the, Just in case You need a verification That You were there I <laughs> I don't It was very weird I've never seen it before You could frame it Yeah The only receipt I've ever seen Is when I've Actually had to pay Back in the day mm-hmm. You know So Um that's it for this week's show. Anything awesome. else you have, Rap? Any other news or exciting tidbits? No, I
1: just uh, got a great chance to visit uh, for the July 4th weekend, and it was great to see the the perimeter fireworks. Oh, yeah. And from my vantage point at the Grand Floridian, I mean, the, the launchers are just like right next to you. So, And uh, the funniest thing is uh, on the July 3rd showing, there was mm. one... One that came up right at the end, at the end, of the close of the show, and it didn't go all the way up. Oh, really? Off of that, you know, one of the I- islands that they shoot it from, yeah. in, in the yeah. Seven, Seven Seas Lagoon, and yeah, that was pretty exciting. Everybody was like, "Oh, <laughs> so
2: that's what happens when it doesn't go, <laughs> yeah, off very go all
1: the way." But yeah. uh, it's such a memorable show, and if you haven't seen, you know, the the tip would obviously be to see the, on July third. Mm. So if you can plan for next year, yeah. Um, but. That or even the Epcot fireworks. The Epcot fireworks is is a whole different thing. Whereas the Magic Kingdom one is beautiful. Yeah. The Epcot one is uh, just Just in your face. (laughs) It sounds like you're getting peppered, but uh, it's awesome. So, I mean, I don't Obviously, there's great performances like in New York and things like that. But Disney World is still one of the best places to see.
2: We did the uh, DVC dessert party on the 3rd. So, we had uh, inside the Contemporary Convention Center. Uh, there's a whole bunch of rooms set up for, and they had lots of food and games for the kids to play. That's where I got a great picture of Mickey and Minnie. Uh, Mickey dressed as you know, kind of like Uncle Sam, mm-hmm, tails mm-hmm. with white and blue. No, it was a great photo. I saw it. Yeah, yeah I that was, was a great. Incredible. Yeah, and, and they gave us the print for free. That's awesome. That's like free. What what word did you <laughs> yeah. use? I'm not sure. I, Do I get a receipt with this. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard the word free here. <laughs> Can you explain to me what that might be? Uh, but, yeah, we saw it. So then outside they pumped in the music, and then you stood out in the Porta Cachere and saw the fireworks. We had, kind of had to, you know, look to see the stuff going off on the island, but it was good. It was a good time. Yeah, but I would definitely, if you do come down for the fourth, definitely try to do, like, Magic Kingdom on the third and then Epcot on the fourth. Yeah. You know, this way you get both flavors. Uh and try to avoid Magic Kingdom on the 4th, which is the other part oh, of it. Gosh. Yeah.
1: You don't want to be... I mean, that's actually the other thing is that you don't have to be inside the park to see it.
2: No. No. Not anymore. Yeah. Um, yeah, And be uh, patient when you're leaving because it's not going to be quick to get out of the park. You're going to wait. Yeah. You're going to wait. We did, it, uh, we did it a couple of years ago. Actually, when I first, almost when I first moved down here, we did uh, New Year's Eve, and we wait. We were right at the crossroads in the studios, so we were the first people on the boat. Literally, we ran out of the park. We were the first people. The boat was already there. We were first people on the boat. Sat down. Boom. Went to the boardwalk to get my car. <clears throat> first pick person at valet, give my ticket, and then Disney shuts down all the roads, and it took me two hours to get off the of property. Oh my god. I'm like, perfectly executed and then perfectly ruined by Disney. <laughs> <laughs> and me being the smart guy, I'm like, oh, they shut down this road. I can no, go, no, go, this, go way. this way. I can go around. Oh, they blocked that off now. So apparently they only wanted me to go one way, their way. So anyway, uh, remind everybody
1: where to uh, find you. Oh, You can find me on social media at The Mouse News, D-A-M-O-U-S-E News on facebook twitter definitely check out instagram for our instagram stories and all the other good social media sites where we're at as well
2: okay uh i want to thank everybody i want to thank rafael for coming over that was very nice of him and uh thank you for listening to the show and uh we'll see you in the parks
1: the disney parks podcast is not affiliated with the walt disney company all Disney parks, attractions, lands, shows, event names, etc. are registered trademarks of the Walt Disney Company.
2: Like a boat out of the blue, fate steps in and sees you through.